Super duty tough work. We here. Once again, brother. Once again. Every week. Yeah. My other podcasts loaf around. <laughs> Loafers. <laughs> Slothing around. Uh-huh. Releasing episodes whenever the the inspiration or bug hits them. We show up every week. Every week. Hot mm. fire in your inbox. Flames. Flames. You know what's coming. You don't know what we're going to talk about, but you know it's going to be fire. Mm-hmm. And then even if it don't hit you when we do it, six months later, you'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> they talked about this. Uh. I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but now. Wee. Yeah, that should be hitting me sometimes. <laughs> Word. Yeah, we'd be having episodes, and then I'm, I'm in something. I'm like, damn, we just, didn't we just talk about this a couple weeks ago? Let me yeah. go back and listen. Let me go back to the episode. <laughs> take some notes. Yeah. This shit is like a reference manual. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, when you re- when you buy a manual for something, sometimes it'd be like, yo, if you a beginner, start here. But if you know more, feel free to skip around to the chapters right. that apply to you. <laughs> right. Jump around. Yeah, just jump around in there. You ain't got to go in order. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, yeah, that's what this this show is. It's it's uh, it's like a choose your own adventure podcast. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And Yo, so I'm down at 203. Oh, shit. My man. You know what I'm saying? Started at two what? 231. My man, he getting right over there. Hey, let's you know, go. You know, ah, you know. I know you be doing that every morning. Like, ah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Looking in the mirror, like, yes, let's go. <laughs> let's get right. <sighs> yeah, man. It's, it's exciting. I'm, I feel good in my clothes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Feel Looking great. Good in my, yeah, feel good. Like you saw me the other last week. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Shirt a little more snug than usual. That's what I'm saying. What I'm you saying? walked in the gym. I'm like, oh, look at my man with the fitting little joint. Look at him. <laughs> Looking like he been lifting weights. He's looking small over here. Like he getting right. Little lean guy. He ain't pudgy no more. You yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I peeped it. I was like, look at this guy getting right. Yeah. yeah, man. I just been maintaining. You know, I'm like, I've been at 152, 153. Just. Yeah. Coasting. My goal was to get to 155. I'm just hanging right in between 152, 153. I'm like, cool. You know, um, about to probably start lifting again just so I can start, you know. Yeah, balking it up a little bit. Yeah, now that I'm got, I'm lower, now it's like, okay, let me get swole on these fools mm-hmm. real quick. You know, but, uh, you know, it's coming. But yeah, that's dope. See, 90 days, 60 days of discipline. These things work, man. Yeah, they do. Habits. Good habits, man. It's always good to have them, man. That's dope, man. So yeah, I watched it this week. This week we're talking about something that we have not talked about per se, and uh, this is something where you know I'm no relationship expert, mm-hmm. and you know maybe the items that we're gonna talk about today kind of explain why. You know maybe mm-hmm. my shit don't be working out, but today we're gonna talk about how work can ruin relationships. This wouldn't happen to be inspired by Lupe and Royce the Five Nine, would it? 
Nah, I didn't think that. Nah, I know they. I heard it was back and forth, but is that what it was about or some shit like that? Yeah, like they um they 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 dropped two joints, like they they beefing a little bit. I heard that. I heard that. I ain't got to listen to them yet. I was like, I might have to go back and listen to this in order to to oh, get kind of Royce's. I mean, they're both dope, but yeah, you know. Royce is built for that. Yeah, Royce is a different animal, man. Yeah, especially when he got like a, a clear target. <laughs> right, right. And he yeah. has a clear target. It is it's six minutes of just like bars. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but it wasn't inspired. It was I actually watched a YouTube video the other day. And it was a it was by this guy who was a software developer, right? And he was he the title of the video was like how uh, he ruined his relationship uh, to be a developer or to relationships. And it made me think about, yo, like some of the stuff he was talking about was stuff that we've touched on on this uh, show before loosely, you know, and even last week a, a little bit. But I thought about it, how that relates to like not just your professional work, you know, or creative work as well. And so I want to talk about this week about like how work and, you know, we all have jobs and have to keep our jobs and, you know, but how it can like really mess up relationships we're in. And we don't even be knowing it sometimes, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so, uh, but yeah, I, I watched that video and I was like, damn, he's, he's hitting on some shit. And uh, he didn't really specifically talk about like this stuff. But as I listened to it, this is kind of what I took from it. I was like, man, what is he saying? Where did he really go wrong? What is he, you know? And mm-hmm. so I wanted to kind of share this with, with people and break down like how like it's good to, to chase your your goals, your professional goals um, out there. But understand that like building a career and building a relationship are two different things. And sometimes one can interfere with the other. And so uh, that's what we're going to talk about today, man. And uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come closer, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Here we are, folks, together again on the radio. Super Duty Tough Work, Blueprint, Logic, you know, this week we're talking about how work can ruin relationships. As I mentioned earlier, this was inspired by a YouTube video that I saw, and I will try to put that link in the uh, in the description of this on YouTube. So for those of you who watch this on YouTube, you can go back and check it out. But uh, we're going to get it started with point number one in how work ruins relationships is that people try to change 
after they're in relationships. And what I mean by this is like what I see from a lot of people, you have periods in your life where you got to go hard at your work or your craft, right? Meaning you're doing 10, 12, sometimes 14, 16 hour days, right? Mm -hmm. Your work is your number one priority and you don't have a relationship, right? You don't have a, a healthy workout plan. You don't be kicking it with your friends that much. You don't kick it with your family that much. You don't even really pursue your hobbies that hard during these periods. Mm -hmm. And this is a problem because it ruins relationships because now when you want to date someone, you don't have no space to bring them into. Yeah. You think that you can change after you find that special person. So, hey, I've been working for 16, 18 hours a fucking day, sleeping seven or eight, doing this thing 24 seven. And now I want to integrate you into this. Never works. <laughs> <laughs> Never works. Never works. You don't, you don't do, you can't change like that after you get a relationship. Mm -hmm. You have to, I'm a firm believer that you have to have space for somebody before mm -hmm. because otherwise it becomes a tug of war between how do I take time away from this work and how do I get his time to that person mm -hmm. and that person is not going to be appreciating uh, how there is so little space for them in your life you may be trying to make it work like yo man I'm really trying to, to work less I'm mm -hmm. trying to cut back my hours I'm trying to not work on this when I get home, but I can't relationship gets fucked up over just that right there. Yeah. And it's, it goes back to what we talked about last week about balance. Yeah. You know, like if you don't have balance initially, there's, it's going to be very difficult to start to develop balance. Once you start integrating other things into what you're already not doing correctly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're already, your life is already out of balance where, you know, you're working 10, 16 hours a day on whatever you're doing, you know, whether it's a regular job or if it's music or if it's this or if it's that, you know, when you start trying to integrate things into that, then it creates a whole, it disrupts your life. Mm -hmm. It disrupts the life of whoever you're getting involved with because you don't have any balance anyway. If you already had balance before you enter that person into your equation, then you you'll be all right. You know what yep. I'm saying? You'd have more of an idea of where they fit into the equation. But if you don't have any balance in the first place, there's no fucking way. Yep. It's true, man. Yeah, this guy was talking about how he would like code all day, all night. And I never heard him in this video talk about like what he liked to do for fun. <laughs> right. You know, like what he was doing before then, like for guys like us, like we've been through, we're older. So we've been through all these stages, right? We've been through mm -hmm. it in 1999, 2000. We ate, slept, slept, shit, it rap. Yeah. That's all we wanted to do. That's all we did. We slept on floors, couches. We caught greyhounds. Mm -hmm. We did whatever we had to do to be in it and around it 24 seven. And it's no mystery, mystery that, yeah, it took some rearranging of things for you to get married 
You had to kind of back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To move forward because we were not living in a in a manner that was conducive to relationships. So something was gonna have to give. Mm -hmm. You you ain't sleeping on no couch, no floors like that when you got a wife and kids to feed. (laughs) Right, exactly. That changed everything. Changed everything, right? So you have to move differently. But what I see a lot of guys is the the people who feel like their relationships uh, were ruined by their work are often the people who tried to make the relation, tried to make a change after their life was already set up for work to be, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're everything. Yeah. You know, so that's number one is, is trying to change after your relationship. It's never going to work. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta be doing the work and, and have things have space before you bring someone into it. And the thing is, if it is going to work, then you have to have a willing spouse or a willing person in that relationship to give you time. Yes. To make it work. Yes. Because that's what happened with me. Like at first, that's all we did, which is why, you know, in the beginning of my relationship, me and my wife had a lot of issues. Yep. Because rapping, touring, that was my life. Yeah. And bringing her into that, you know, I had to adjust some things, but she had to give me time to adjust those things. Because yeah. I couldn't just up and just stop doing it because it was my job at the time. It was yeah. how we paid our rent at the time. It was how we fed, you know, each other and the kids at the time. Yeah. You know, so you have to have somebody in that relationship that has patience to allow you to try to change. So real, man. So real. So, yes, yeah, so that's number one. Number two way work ruins relationships is when you make money your top priority. Mm. This is a heavy one because, you know, how it is as men, if you're looked on to be, you know, the provider, you know, you, to some degree, you have to make money a top priority. Right. Kids mm-hmm. ain't eating dreams and aspirations and your kids <laughs> can't eat right. props and respect. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like, the album reviews ain't buying those school clothes. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh. I get it. I, I've been there too, where it's like you have to make financial prosperity a top priority, but you have to understand everything that comes along with that is going to require you to sacrifice in other areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So you may just think making money is a top priority. If that's true, every decision you make is going to be is going to reflect that. Yes. That 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 initial stance, making money's number one. No matter what I was going on, I have to move accordingly. And as you do that, you have to understand your relationship might not be able to survive some of those decisions. Yes. And um, I, I, some a conversation that comes to mind um, about this is a conversation I had with with Supa, and he was talking about superstition. Friend of the show, shout out to Supa, my brother. He was talking about how he was at this job for a while and he was doing really well. This is a couple of years ago or a year ago. And he was like, yo, they wanted to give me a promotion to where it had been more money than I ever made in my life. Crazy money. He said, but it would have required me to travel. Mm-hmm. It would require me to fire everybody all over the place. I would have had to always like uh, I had to work another, you know. 10, 20 hours a week, you know what I'm saying? I'd have been, had to, I'd have been, I wouldn't have had as much time with my kids and my family. And he said, even though the money was crazy, he said, I had to turn it down. Yeah. Because yeah. he knew 
what would happen if he made that decision based on money? Yeah, because the type of person that he is. If he gonna go, he gonna go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you gonna go in, if you that type of person, once you make that commitment and once you make that choice, then it's all or nothing. Yeah. Like we don't do we we tried our best not to do shit half ass. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if we gonna go, we gonna go. And if he would have took that job, he would have been all in. And he already knew what that what that meant to his his family life, his social life, his music life. Yeah. You know, and you know, you gotta balance, you gotta see if it's worth it. You know? Yeah. And you know, sometimes people you get so far in this thing that you don't really you no longer admit that these that your priorities have already been decided, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to sometimes take a pause from what you're doing and really be like, okay, well, what is really my philosophy on this? Where are my priorities? How do I make decisions based on this, right? And so for someone like him, he he knew early on that, hey, I want my family to be taken care of, but being here to spend time with my son and my daughter being able to pick them up from school or go to their after school activities, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And being able to kick it with them on the weekends and watch them grow and being a, a present father in a home. That's my number one priority. Mm-hmm. Not making money. Right. I'll make money, but not at the expense of children, family. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we got to be really honest with ourselves. We make decisions like that all the time and they ruin our relationships because we don't want to admit that we have already decided that like money is the most important thing. Yeah. And as a, and as a father or a husband or, you know, a provider in a family, that's hard, you know, because you want everyone to prosper. You want to be put in a position where you can provide whatever your family wants or needs. Yeah. But, you know, at what at what expense? At what yeah. degree does that, you know, change to where they're feeling like they're not a priority even though the reason that you're going for the money is for them. Facts. You know what I'm saying? The reason that you're doing it is for them. But if you're not present, then it's empty. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not worth it in the long run. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, if you're out there and you struggle with this, my, my, my advice is to like, take one brief second and just think about your, what you truly, truly want in terms of money Mm -hmm. and how much your philosophy with money, uh, may or may not conflict with that other thing and how you prioritize things because it's okay. And like you said in the previous one, you said, if you're going to do it, you got to have an understanding. Mm-hmm. with that person right so if you're with someone and they know hey my husband my mate they're trying to get the money right so that long term we can be good so i want the, then they will actually encourage you to do that say you know what right now it's cool mm-hmm. you go get that bag while while you can mm-hmm. i'm not going nowhere right but a lot of times we don't have those conversations right you know right. When you and you don't have an understanding and you're going hard thinking they know why I'm going hard. Mm-hmm. They know why m- money is the number one priority. They know that, that what I'm doing impacts all of this. But you ain't had that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And you can't assume that people know your reality. Right. And, and they you, know your intentions. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know, man. So yeah, that's number two. Okay. Number 
three way work ruins relationships is when you make work your number one priority now oh this is one let me tell a story this this is a story about my work in my previous time in uh corporate america mm-hmm. when i graduated college i was dating this girl and she was a year ahead of me she lived in cincinnati you know the the, the assumption was that you know we was i graduate i moved there we get it together we get married we live happily ever after right mm-hmm. she was a business analyst she worked for procter and gamble um I was a systems analyst, computer science major. I I graduated and I got a job at Kroger. For those who know Cincinnati downtown, you know those two buildings are about two blocks away from each other. Mm-hmm. Procter and Gamble headquarters, Kroger headquarters. This girl who I've been dating for two years, when she got in corporate America, and when I got there in Cincinnati, I had lunch with her during uh i mean our relationship probably had about five or six months after i was there we was done after that but from the time i got there i had lunch with her maybe once or twice mm-hmm. and i'd be like yo let's have lunch this week and she would be like i can't have lunch because i'm going out with my coworkers. Mm-hmm. i need to i need to be out with them mm-hmm. you know rubbing elbows shaking hands politicking yeah. You know, trying to get ahead. And if I'm having lunch with you, that's one day I'm not with them. Mm-hmm. And my thought was like, yo, you can't you can't break your man off one lunch day a week to be with your mm-hmm. boyfriend who's trying to be, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to be his wife. Like it just really hit. I didn't understand it. I was so confused because I'm like, and she was like, you just don't understand. Mm. And I was, I took offense. I was like, what do you mean? I don't understand. I work in the exact same environment as you. Mm-hmm. But the difference was that she had made work her number one priority. Yeah. Priorities are different. Yeah. Our priorities are so different. Yeah. I looked at it like my relationship with her and my work, I wasn't going to sacrifice my relationship with her to, like that. Like she was with me. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, yo, one day a week, I don't think that's too much to ask, but for her, it was too much because she felt that she had to be there every day, every event, everything related to her workers. And she couldn't even think about her personal life like that when she was there. Yeah. And uh, that shit really kind of fucked up our relationship because it was like it was me seeing for the first time like, yo, work is her number one priority. Mm-hmm. Her coworkers are her number one priority. Her friends, you know what I'm saying? Like being there, that's that's number one. This is not number one. And what the irony was that she wanted to get me married. Mm. But she had made that decision and it made me not want to be married. I'm like, well, what's the point? Yeah. Where does this leave me? Yeah. Yeah. This is not what I thought I was going to be getting into. And I'm in a demanding situation at first as well. But I, I. I choose to sacrifice one day a week, at least, to walk a block and have lunch with my girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy to, to talk about now, like that was such a thing because it sounds ridiculous just talking about it. Yeah, and the, and the crazy thing is what you said, you choose, you made the choice to sacrifice that day Yeah, to have lunch with her. 
She made the choice to not sacrifice and not have lunch with you. It's always it always boils down to our priorities and our choices. There's nobody holding a gun to our head saying that you got to go out with your coworkers to happy hour after every, you know, after every shift. There's not no 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 mandate, you know what I'm saying, saying that y'all got to go to lunch together all the time. There's yep. a choice. There's choice in these matters. And if things are if if other things are really important to you, then you'll make the time to have those things in your life. And if it's not then it'll be obvious to the other people in your life what what your priorities are. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a choice, man. And you and, t- and I think to me, I was like, yo, I already choose chose to move to another city, mm-hmm. and you were a big part of that to take this job here. I had job offers in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would go have lunch with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I moved to another city. Of course, I walk up the street to go. You know what I mean? It's not like I had to get in my car to have lunch with her. Right. We literally could walk out our buildings, walk one block and meet at a Wendy's right there on that corner Mm -hmm. and eat and go back our separate ways. Yeah. But priorities, man. And and if your priorities aren't right, then, uh, you know, your your relationship can be ruined behind that, man. So, yeah, that's number three. Uh, We'll take a break and we'll be right back. I've been talking about it a while, but it's finally here. My new book, The Social Media Cheat Code. If you're an artist, creative, or entrepreneur, this book is for you. I've been a full-time artist for almost 20 years, and a majority of that time has been spent online building my following. I've learned a lot of lessons, and all of those lessons are in this book. What days and times are best to post? What elements make a post work? or fail, how to organically get more engagement, how to use current events to grow your following, how to automate your posts, how to repurpose your content, how to sell more products, and much, much more. No complicated jargon, no fluff, just common sense techniques that you can use and apply immediately. If you're tired of guessing and ready to step up your social media game, head on over to waitlist.net right now and order your signed copy today. Peace. All right, folks. Super duty, tough work. Most infamous podcast on planet Earth. This week we talking about how work can ruin relationships. A lot of bullet points flying around. Mm-hmm. Straight up gunfire everywhere. This is everybody hit the decks. I know <laughs> catching some bodies this week. You know, <laughs> Jesus. Serial killers out here. We want to shoot right. spree. We out you know here. <laughs> Drive by with the Uzi. Yeah, look at this. This episode look like a Rambo movie, man. It's just like a <laughs> John Wick. You know, reckless abandon. Just <laughs> right. gun fool. We out there with the gun fool, just shooting uh. everybody, clapping everything. <laughs> Crazy, man. Okay, so number four. Number four way that work ruins relationships is that you move closer to work mm. this is something that he talked about in a video he said his thing his relationship went south because he had to drive he usually spent an hour and a half commuting but then he got his new job and then and because he had so much more money he could move out of where he was at to and close to his job mm-hmm. and then he would only have like a you know five minute commute to work and then it was it will work for him. He's like, yo, this is perfect. He said, what he didn't know was that when he moved close to his job, he was now an hour and a half away from his girl. 
<laughs> Priorities, bro. Because <laughs> you don't want to drive that hour and a half. Now, no. now, now it's like I'm tired. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to see you. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. We can figure it out. Yeah, he said he went to he went from seeing her like every other day. So like to allow he sees her every couple weeks. Mm. Every you know what I mean? It was just got less and less and less. It's like, yeah, you chose between an hour and a half commute to work or the hour and a half to commute to see your girl. <laughs> she lost that one. She lost. <laughs> <laughs> and and then how it and then it snowballs, right? Because now, now that you're closer to work, you're more likely to work more. Yeah, you work more. Less separation, right? Yeah. And that's how it is. The closer you work to your job, the harder it is to get out of there, man. Yeah, because I, I can just run in for a couple minutes. I'm just five exactly. minutes away. Just five exactly. minutes away. You're there for two hours. Yeah. I'll stay a little later. <laughs> On a Saturday. Yeah. Or, or you'll stay a little later because the mm-hmm. drive's so short. Yep, yep. I know yep. I'm supposed to leave at five. I'll leave at seven because I'm right up the street. Right, right. Yeah, I ain't you know, gonna do nothing anyway. I ain't got no plans anyway. You know, you know, it's nothing. I'm right. I'm close. You know, mm-hmm. and so you're never really leaving. You you've made living in uh in, in close proximity to your job a higher priority to to your relationship. Sometimes, man, and there's something that I've noticed in relationships. Something that I like to say uh, often is like, sometimes when you're dealing with somebody, when you meet somebody new. Sometimes you don't know. It can look like that person is running towards you. Mm-hmm. But they're really doing is running away from something else. Mm. You might have to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just saying. You might have to say that again a little louder for the people in the okay, back. People in the back. People in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it looks the same when somebody's running towards you as it does when they're running from something. Mm. it's very difficult to tell the difference yes so you may be sitting there like oh they're running towards me they're coming so but they're running away from something else man Mm -hmm. and until you really get into it with them you don't know you don't know it's gonna take you some time to realize you weren't the destination (laughs) (laughs) you were a pit stop on the the path (laughs) yeah yeah safety I need safety Yeah. yeah I'm running away. It was a safe house. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> because it looks the same. Yeah. It yeah. looks the fucking same. There's been times where I've done it. You know how it is. You get out of a relationship. You're like, yo, I just need to get away from that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and that person don't even know. That's why they got chose. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up, but it's what people do. Yeah, it's true. We be running away from shit. They be like, damn, he's running towards me really fast. He must love me. <laughs> Not really. I just, I gotta get away from yo, this yo. motherfucker over here. You know? your, mic is cu- your mic is cutting out. Oh, it's cutting out? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's not good. Hold on. Let me make sure my shit's not too hot. Because I can hear it, but, you know, maybe it was a Zoom thing. Yeah, it might be a Zoom thing. My yeah. Man. But yeah, man, we should be good. We should be good. But yeah, sometimes you got to watch that, man. And, and moving closer to work. Uh, from this guy to me it fits one of those situations where like uh, you know he was running towards work mm-hmm. you know what I mean and he was running away from her <laughs> he may not have known it and may not have wanted to admit it but sometimes you know 
because if you're running towards someone, you, you're, you're going to make sure that they know and that they're part of that decision. You know, like if you really want that decision, why not? Hey, why don't we move out here? Mm hmm. Because that's the first thing I was thinking when you said it. Like, why didn't his girl move with him? Like, what was the. Yeah. What, what was going on there to where, you know, because maybe she was already close to her work. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never know what the situation is. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a stalemate. Nobody wanted yeah. to move. Yeah. Like, well, you close to your work. I'm going to be close to mine. So I guess we ain't going to get to see each other, you know? Mm-hmm. But that shit can spell doom, man. Like the closer you get to your work, sometimes uh, it's just not good for relationships, man. And, and, you know, that goes the same thing for relocating, you know? Mm-hmm. I see online sometimes, you, I'm sure you've heard people tell stories where, what happened to your relationship? Why did it end? Well, they took a job out of town mm-hmm. and no one admits that taking a job out of town is code for the job's more important than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, how do you say that without saying it? Like, okay, I took the job out of town, but did I invite you? Did <laughs> Right. Did I offer you to come with? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, damn, you chose the job over me. Yeah, that's what that's what happens. But that's that's part of it. Moving closer to a job in any way, shape or form like that. It can destroy a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not around that person no more. You got to actually think about it. And, you know, sometimes it, it just it becomes too much of a hassle. To continue fighting for something when you don't even get to see the person that often. Yeah, sure. So that's number four. Number five. This is one that we know very well. (laughs) Yes. Number five way that work ruins relationships is too much travel. Mm. Too much travel. Got in so many fights about (laughs) how long you going to be gone. It's just it's just a month and a half. That's it. Just six weeks straight. Yeah, just six weeks. That I ain't gonna see you. <laughs> it's just you know seventy shows in twelve weeks. It's just right. that. Just just three months. Mm-hmm. You know, just two hundred shows this year. <laughs> right. That's it. Outside of those two hundred shows, I'll be home. I'll be kicking those mm-hmm. shit up. Yeah. And then you travel. You do all this traveling, and then you know how it is when you get off the road. You need time to not be around nobody. Yes. Everything looks, feels, sounds weird to you. Mm-hmm. You, it's like you coming back from traveling a lot. You be feeling like dudes who like get out of jail or some shit. You got to be reintroduced into society like an ex-convict. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. When I came back from tour, Taya knew I give you a week. I always had like a week to reintegrate. You know what I'm saying? She would keep the kids away. You know what I'm saying? Don't bother your dad. You know what I mean? Like let him. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I needed that time, especially especially if it was like two months, three months that yeah. I was gone. You know, to where all I got to worry about is me. Yeah. And then I come back and got to get integrated back into taking care of kids. And at that time, they was young, so changing diapers and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that. Nah, bro. It was, it was difficult. <laughs> yeah. It was hard. It's crazy, man. Yeah. And people don't understand, like. Traveling, it, it requires you to kind of be a different person. Mm-hmm. And the reason it requires you to be a different person because you have to basically try to have a life where nothing is comfortable mm-hmm. the entire time. 
you have to embrace a routine of having no routine right. every day. For us as touring artists, it means being in a different city, sleeping in a different bed, playing on a different stage every day mm-hmm. for months on end. Mm-hmm. It changes you. It changes you. You 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 want stability that comes along with, you know, being at home and, and being around your, your people and your familiar environment. But traveling a lot ruins that. It turns you into a different person. And the longer you travel, the harder it is to maintain a relationship. Yes. So your work and the travel you do because of your work can totally sidetrack all the momentum that your relationship has. So like you get back home, you got to start again, Mm -hmm. start again. Whereas you had six months, eight months, a year straight with that person. Mm -hmm. You go for three months. You don't just pick up like you did the day you, you left. Yeah. It's different for you because you, you're, you've been in a completely different environment and, uh, people don't admit that this traveling thing, you know, it's you, you have to do it to make money in a lot of things, you know, and this is not just some rap shit. This is bigger than rap, you know, mm-hmm. business travel is a real thing. Yeah. You know, even before I was doing music full time, when I was a systems analyst, I was traveling back and forth to the West coast every month or two. You know, mm-hmm. I would be in, I was flying out to Portland a lot. I was flying out to uh, Salt Lake city a lot. Um, we had divisions out there and we were merging with those new store. So I was out there training, getting trained, uh, picking up things. And even then that was a decent amount of travel. Mm-hmm. You know, you wake up and then you're on the, the, the plane, the company jet, uh, first thing in the morning and you're out there for a week, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, only thing I could do then that was kind of normal. I would go digging, but outside of mm-hmm. that, you'd be by your, I'd be by myself in hotel rooms all the time. Right. Outside of like the the time I was spent at at the the site working with the people, the rest of my day, everything else was just sitting in a hotel room in a city I didn't know, uh, trying to find some semblance of, of normalcy. And that's not it's not normal, man. Yeah, but it's what a lot of business people have to do to make money. You know. Yeah, I remember when um when I would come back from tour, and during that, you know, my week of being reintegrated, Tay would always come and say like. You still in a logic mode or is Jawar back yet? Because <laughs> she knew I had to be, you know, yeah. I had to be a logic when I'm on tour. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I had to be, you know, that guy in that mode, in performance mode, in, you know, fan mode. And you know what I'm saying? Like all of that stuff, it's a, it's a completely different thing. You know, so she would always ask, she, is Illogic here still or or is Jawar, is Jawar back? Yeah, Are we good. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. That shit is wild, man. This yeah. is wild. Cause yeah, you do have to be a different person to make it through that shit, man. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that's that's another one. So that's that's number f- f- five. Okay, let's five. do number six. Way that work ruins relationships. Number six is not involving your partner in work related decisions or events. This will have you in the doghouse. <laughs> Relationship killer. Mm. You talk about making a bunch of work-related decisions. Oh, yeah, I'm going to start working this thing now. 
mm-hmm. this shift is what I'm going to do now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start working this much more now. Or you know what? I'm going to stop working. Mm. You know? Oh, we had this work event. I didn't even think you'd be interested. I didn't even tell you about it. But that's where I've been for the last four hours. <laughs> You want to be single. You don't want a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You about to be very single doing that shit. Very single. Very soon. But people do it. They just make work related decisions. Don't even talk to their, par- their partner ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Not thinking because they're thinking, oh, well, this was this is ultimately the, in the best interest of things. So long term, mm-hmm. this is the right move. And maybe it is. But you can't just make that decision that impacts them and not involved him in that right you know it's it's i I always i I got this belief that like it's i don't care what decision people make right because people make their own decisions i just have a problem when people make decisions um without involving me in the decision making but then involve me in the cleanup Mm -hmm. i'm like if you don't respect me enough to involve me in the decision making. Don't hit me up when it's time to clean this motherfucking mess up. Right. That's not fair. Right. Because had you involved me in the decision making, there may not be a mess to clean up. Exactly. And I think that's how people feel about relationships. You can make whatever decision you want to about your work. Work more, work less. Take that promotion that requires you to travel, be away from your family, turns you into a different person. You know, um, but then you don't involve them in it, but then they got to clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. You know, when you become this person that they don't enjoy being around, it's fucked up. Yeah. They expect it to understand. Yeah. 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 And we all make decisions, man. We all make decisions. So, so like, there's nothing wrong with doing what you think is in the best interest of your career. You know, I think most people will be understanding if you laid out uh, the reasons why you did it. Mm-hmm. But what I think people don't like is to be shut out of that decision-making process and then just being like, this is what we're doing at the end. Yeah. You know, you you can't be not just, I'm just going to events without my peoples. I'm just doing this without them. I'm doing that. It's like, no, that's not really gonna, that ain't it, G. Yeah, it's not. You about to be single. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's number six. So, uh, yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. To all loyal listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, our brand new T-shirt is here. We've had hoodies in the past, but never T-shirts. So we decided to bust out a brand new design for our first T-shirt, which is the most infamous design. The shirt pays homage to Mob Deep's debut album, The Infamous, but flips it and bounces it like y'all know we do. If you want to support the podcast and rep the squad by ordering a shirt, go to waitlist.net. Quick note, this shirt is sold exclusively with pre-orders of the new book, The Social Media Cheat Code. So you can pick up the signed book in a t-shirt at the same time that's it for now 
We appreciate your support. Back to the show. We're back. We're back. We're back. Super duty. Tough work. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. This week we're talking about how work can ruin your relationships. Mm-hmm. Hey man, everything on this list, me and Elijah has talked about. We've been guilty of all this shit. We done experienced it all. So, mm-hmm. you know, if the bullet points is hitting you, best believe, you know, we got some self-inflicted wounds over here. <laughs> we done got grazed by all these. Cheddar bobbed ourselves with every bullet on this list. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shot uh, ourselves with all these bullets. Plaxico. Yeah, Plaxico burst ourselves. All of these joints. <laughs> Straight up. Every one of them, man. Okay. Number seven. Number seven. Way that work ruins relationships is bringing your work home too much. Mm. People don't understand, man. The work should be uh, be about work. Home should be home. Yeah. It should actually be an escape from that job. The more you take your work home, the less your relationship can grow because you have this thing that both of you can't participate in. Mm -hmm. That's now your priority, even when you're not at work, which is not cool. Yeah. When you home, your home should be the priority, whatever you do there. But when you start bringing your work home with you and that's, and I mean that in in many senses, in the sense of you physically are working at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, I also mean in the sense of, you leave your job, but the stress that you had there, the energy is right there with you. It's like you never unplug. Mm-hmm. So if you was tight about something at work, you still tight at home. That should have ruined your relationship. Yeah. It was, it was, it was difficult during the pandemic because working from home, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so there was a lot of times because unfortunately I used my studio when I was working. So I worked down here in the studio and I had to some days not come back down here and work on music just to get out of that mindset and get out of that environment and try to compartmentalize my house, you know, to where during that time, if it was, especially if I'm working on a big project or something like the basement was work. So when I was off work, I wouldn't go in the basement. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because even if I was down here trying to work on music, I'd still be thinking about what I got to do tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? What, what project I got to finish, you know? So I had to compartmentalize my own house to where I couldn't even work on music. Jeez. Crazy. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. You got to have that separation, man. Yeah. You got to have that man. And yeah, like, yeah. And yeah, the last year has been a big challenge, Mm -hmm. big challenge, man. I've had that issue where, you know, if someone's at my house, like my whole house is set up for this. Yeah. Making art, doing music. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, my living room is my living room and my bedroom is my bedroom. But, you know, in general, most of the other rooms in this house have something to do with music or creativity in, in some sort mm-hmm. of way. And in that sense, like I took for granted how like me going into those spaces while someone else is here kind of cuts them off a little bit. Yeah. They feel like they're not really, what do they do in this space? If I'm in here, then do they just come in? Are they interrupting me? Are they, you know what I mean? It's kind of messed up, but yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. You gotta, you gotta have some sort of separation or else it'll ruin everything, man. What's yeah. 
oh shit my bad but yeah one more left one more bullet point left number eight way that work ruins relationships is never setting aside exclusive time for your relationship Ticket to Singlesville, man. <laughs> Express. <laughs> First thing smoking. Yep. Like it's bad enough you make work your number one priority. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough you chase money at the, at the expense of your relationship. It's bad enough you do all this other shit. You bring your work home. You, you don't involve in decisions. You travel a lot. You clean close to the work. You know what I mean? You, you make work. Your then on top of that, you don't break them off no time. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> and then you, well, what happened? Why? You why? know, when they when they leave you, why, what happened? I was right. doing everything I could. Yeah. I was to trying provide. to provide for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but where's my time? Yeah. Where's my time? Yeah. It's like you in a relationship with your work. Mm-hmm. And your girl is your side piece. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy because I've I've seen I've seen I've had friends and I've seen you know just many relationships suffer because of this. Yeah, you know because you can have the big house, you can have the nice cars, you can have all the money in the world, but they in the relationship for you. Yeah, where are you at? That's what they want. Yep. That's what they want. They want you. Same with, you know, your kids and all that. They want you. They don't care yeah. if you buy them the newest Xbox game. Where are you at? Come on. And if you're not there, then what's what's the reason for them to keep, you know, trying to foster this relationship? Yeah. In that case, you can just send them a check. You know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just true. send them a check every month. You don't got to be there. If, if, that's, if that's the understanding we're going to have, just send me a check. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, making money is not, it doesn't absolve us of our, of our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Uh, duties. It's mm-hmm. like, I make money, so now I don't have to be there. Yeah. I make money, so I ain't got to be nice to nobody. I make the money so I ain't got to go out or set no time aside to spend with you to, you know, to, to celebrate you because, you know, I'm doing what I need to be doing. My work is that's it. That's all I got to do. It's really like a cop out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really how people's lives get unbalanced anyway. You know, because yeah. like we mentioned in the first one, you, once you get to that point to where that thing is, number one, that ain't got nothing to do with no relationship. You made that decision. And now you don't have no space for nobody else. Yeah. You have no space. And then you're trying to, to, to fix it and change it and alter your shit to fit them into it. It's like, nah, man, it's, it's, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be mm-hmm. tough. You have to make sure that that person knows, hey, you're a priority. This is a priority. This is more important than that. Obviously, I need that to take care of these things, but there's limits. I, I don't have to go to that level with it. I don't have to go here or this is how far I'm going to go. Now, are you cool with me not going to that level? Because I don't want to not go to that level. And then you'd be complaining about mm-hmm. why what we don't it. got. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> we could have it. You just have less of me. You Thank you. Said. Hello. I, and this and this goes into having, you know, having your partner involved in decision making. Yes. Because you have that talk like, look, OK, so I got this opportunity. 
but this is what that opportunity means. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I take this opportunity, you know, you're going to see me less. We're probably not going to talk as more. I'm going to be traveling more, so I'm going to be gone. Yeah. But the bag is there. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> So if this is what you really want, yeah. I'll take it. But you have to understand the consequences that come with that. Come on. That's real. Yeah. And that is a real conversation. And, you know, you would be surprised how understanding people are. Yeah. Yeah. You just tell them, this is what I'm looking at. This is what we would get out of it on a positive side. This is a negative. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Because if you're cool with this, because they might be like, yo, I want that thing over there, too. Let's get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go to work. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I need some time alone anyway. I get yep, tired of seeing yep. your face. You yep. need to get up out of here. You know, yeah, you already work five minutes away from work. You Thank know? You. Already, we already live five minutes away. I, was, yeah. I, I don't get enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Please work some more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Huh. Do it. Oh, you mean I get one Saturday a month to what? myself? Okay. Work. Okay. <laughs> well, and one week in a month, you be completely out the house. Okay. Okay. That, that don't sound too bad of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Like do it, yeah. <laughs> you never know till you talk to them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. So that that's it for this week. That's mm. it. That's it. You know how work can ruin relationships. I'm gonna read them back. Number one, trying to change after you're in a relationship. Number two, making money your top priority. Number three, making work your top priority. Number four, moving closer to work. Number five too much travel number six not involving your partner in work-related decisions or events number seven bringing your work home too much and number eight never setting aside exclusive time for your relationship hope y'all dug this week's episode you know we want to thank y'all you know i want to also thank everybody who's been picking up the, the new book you know your support is much appreciated and uh for those who don't know you know we run it two for uh 25 on the last two books weightless.net pick it up support the movement and uh we'll see y'all next week work peace peace thank you for listening to super duty tough work subscribe to the podcast on itunes follow the podcast on soundcloud that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work, huh? <laughs>